in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to speak to the coaches out there. Something I wanted to share with my coaching team here, my fellow coaches here at CrossFit Arizona, but also something that's super, super fundamental and super, super valuable for everybody who's in a fitness coaching space. I'm going to share that on this episode of the podcast. And if you're a CrossFitter, super valuable for you as well. Stick around. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast, where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. What is up, guys? I'm Coach G, one of the coaching team here at CrossFit Edwardsville. And I've been in the coaching space for about 15 years now, but just as importantly, I've been coached for pe- by people for every area of my life for way more than 15 years. And what I mean by that is I have fitness coaches that coach me. I have business coaches that coach me. I have relationship coaches that coach me on being the best version of me for my significant other, for my kids, for my friends, for my family. Excuse me. And I've been, therefore, involved in the coaching space for a long, long time. And well, well over 20,000 hours of practice myself in the coaching space. But then also probably just as many hours having others coach me. So I, I bring this up because I've definitely noted that truly great coaches do, there are certain themes, there are certain things that you see come up regularly amongst really, really great, masterful, very experienced coaches. And that is that very masterful, high level, really experienced coaches really prize and treasure and value fundamentals and basics in their teaching. And they don't just prize and value them, but when they teach them, they also make you really look at those fundamentals in in a new way. They present it in a way to you where it's it's clear this piece of information that I'm about to give to you is so important because it makes a meaningful difference in fill in the blank. And it's gonna be helpful for you and help you become a better athlete or whatever it is, better better significant other, better spouse, better in business because it helps you with this. They, They get you excited, they get you on board with the idea of doing the basics better, doing the fundamentals better and so much of mastery, so much of excellence in any discipline, any discipline comes down to doing the really basic elements, the fundamentals, doing them with excellence day in and day out. And speaking specifically, and I bring this up because I've seen this in every coaching arena by all of the greats, all of the masterful coaches, the more experienced they are, the more likely they are to give you one little piece of information, one little nugget of information, and have you really work on that with focus and purpose and intention. So speaking to the coaches of the audience here, 
I'm going to give you at least one framework that you could use for implementing this in a coaching setting, in a fitness coaching setting, in a CrossFit space. You're coaching an individual, you're coaching a group. Here are some principles, some general frameworks that you can use in order to become an even better coach, coach at a higher level, and help your athletes to demonstrate more excellence in how they move. The first is you have to see and understand and feel the value of basics and fundamentals yourself because when you do, you can speak with that conviction. You speak with that sense of, I'm sharing with you something that is so important. It's gonna make a, 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 a major difference for you. When you feel that, others will feel that as well. Hopefully, the way that I'm communicating this helps you guys to wrap your brain around it and, and get and get jazzed for the idea of doing basics really, really well so you can be amazing in health, wealth, relationships. But again, specific to the context of CrossFit, first, by feeling, knowing, and believing in the value and the importance of fundamentals and basics yourself, you can communicate these, these principles to the athletes in a way that gets them to buy into it as well. That's first, just a mindset piece. But the frameworks that I want to share with you guys, if you're not really sure what to teach today, you're teaching a back squat, you're teaching a deadlift, you're teaching a press, something you've taught a thousand times before, you're teaching an air squat, you're teaching a push-up, something very simple, very a very well-established, well-known exercise. You may have coached it a thousand times. How can you approach it in a way that highlights fundamentals in a brand new way that makes a difference and helps your athletes not just move better, but understand better the value of the movement? So here's a framework. Look at it through the lens of stance, grip, and breath or core. Stance, grip, and then breathing or core. What I'm talking about is positions. It's always important that you have a good position before you begin moving. This is true for any exercise, whether it be a push-up, a back squat, a clean and jerk. You want to be in a good position before you begin moving. So if you're looking for what is a, a fundamental piece that I can share for this move today, where I would begin is talk about elements of stance. Where do you put your feet? Grip, where do you put your hands? Or breathing, how would you breathe in order to maximize your effectiveness with this exercise? And I'll, put, I'll give you an example. If we're talking about Olympic weightlifting, the proper grip for a clean or a snatch is always a hook grip. Why? Talk about why that is valuable. Because some people, all they know is that it's uncomfortable and it doesn't necessarily feel natural right off the bat. Why? Why use a hook grip? Talk about not only is a hook grip a fundamental element to successful Olympic weightlifting, but why? Why is it helpful? Share that with the athletes and then have them practice that with renewed vigor, focus, or, or purpose. Let's say you're teaching an air squat 
you can talk about stance with an air squat. Where should people put their feet before they begin an air squat? What is their stance and why? Why is it important to put their feet in that position? Toes forward versus toes out. What are the differences with that? A narrower stance or a wider stance? What are the differences there? Why might you use one stance versus a different stance? How could a narrow stance be helpful? How could a wider stance be helpful? Compare and contrast to the two. Or let's say you're talking about, you're teaching a deadlift. Teach, when I'm doing deadlifts, how do I breathe? Let's say I'm doing a set of 10 deadlifts. Where do I inhale? Where do I exhale? Where do I hold my breath during a set of 10 deadlifts? Then compare and contrast that. If I'm doing a one rep max deadlift, when do I inhale? When do I exhale? When do I hold my breath? Because breathing in any athletic endeavor is a core element, universally important. You can't do any exercises without having some kind of breathing pattern, but having an intentional breathing pattern helps you to be way more effective to hit the right metabolic systems, to not tire out necessarily too early, get the optimal oxygenation level in your blood. So when you're teaching a push-up, teach where do you put your hands? That's grip. When you're teaching a box jump, how do you position your feet at the start of the jump? How do you position your feet as you land? That's stance. You're talking about pull-ups. When you do pull-ups, when do you inhale? When do you exhale? When do you hold your breath? If you look at any exercise through the lens of stance, grip, and breathing, you have an infinitely deep well of material and content that you can share with athletes that makes them better athletes and you a better coach. As I, as I wrap this up, I'll share a, a quote from the very famous weightlifting coach, Mike Bergener, who said that 90% of missed lifts come down to some sort of fault with footwork with foot positioning, with stance, 90% of missed lifts. If he's right, and he is a master coach, then what he is doing, and you, by the way, if you ever watch him coach, he does this every single time. Before anybody starts moving a barbell, he has them focus and perfect their stance and their grip. And I hope that you can take these concepts as well as a coach and share them with your athletes. Again, the idea here is if you wanna teach any exercise, any movement at a higher level, start by helping people to better understand what to do with their feet, what to do with their hands, and what to do with their breathing. And you probably, almost for sure, you only need one of these if you're teaching a given movement pick stance and just talk about that for five, seven minutes, or talk about breathing and only that, but you only need one of these concepts, stance, breathing, or grip. You only need one of these in order to have an, a very valuable coaching session for your athlete right here, right now, today. And I hope that you do. So 
something I wanted to share with you guys today. Hope you guys had to have learned something from this. If you have, comment below, share it in the comments, and I'd love to hear from you. I'll answer whatever questions you have as well. You can post questions out of the comments, and I'll see you guys in the next episode of the podcast. It's Coach G signing out.